G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. A biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. This is 2020 on Vision. Well, as the year gets underway, there are some significant developments that are happening in the Asia-Pacific. And I'll often say that Christian radio here in Australia overflows our borders, overflows our shores and reaches into the South Pacific Island nations and then further north to our Asian neighbours. Well, let's get a little update today. Grant Kennedy back with us from United Christian Broadcasters Asia Pacific, joining us for an update on the developments. Hey, Grant, welcome back to 2020. Thanks, Neil. It's good to be here. Grant, uh, last year, a few challenges for you, but you're working not only with getting radio stations established in these nations, but also the word for today. Uh, how was last year? Uh, yes, a challenge. We um, we had a lot of challenges actually last year. On the back of COVID, we can now travel in theory, but goodness me, the, the COVID fingers are still in the pot, very much in all the pies. And so far as the growth of UCB beyond our shores, mm. so many listeners uh, so familiar with vision okay. uh, and uh, hearing of the desire to be able to get Christian radio in South Pacific Island nations and up into Papua New Guinea and uh, further into Southeast Asia. How far do our wings spread these days? Okay, well, for a start off, let me just say that for vision listeners who love vision and they love the word for today, what you love is exactly what we're trying to do for our neighbours. So we're, we are currently working in uh, the Pacific nations of uh, Vanuatu, Fiji, Cook Islands, Tonga, Samoa, Solomon Islands. Um, we're trying to get into oh, Nauru. We've just added Kiribati to our, to our list of islands. Also um, to our north and west a little bit, you've got Timor-Leste, then up into Nepal, and uh, there's a lot going on in Indonesia, a little bit in the Philippines, so, and Thailand. So many of our listeners are also familiar with the word for today. And mm. that's a part of the way you begin to establish uh, Christian broadcasting in these nations, isn't it? How does that all work? It works really well, actually. Um, we get the text from the word for today from Vision, and we build out, make our own version of the word for today for the island. So each pretty much each island nation, and we did, did it for nine uh, nine islands in English and two in Indonesian this year. And, of course, our guys in Nepal are doing it in, in Nepalese in Nepal as well. So what we do is we produce a one-year edition, uh, 200 pages long, and it will be um, – we give each nation their own cover. So there'll be a cover for Fiji, there'll be a cover for Timor-Leste, a uh, cover for, for Samoa, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But the inside pages are all common. It's in English. It's not in their local dialect, but it's, it has to be common across the region. And so we're, we're producing, between the word for today, Renungan Harayini, which is the Indonesian translation, and the Nepalese guys, uh, Nepalese version in Nepal, there's over 80,000 copies will be going out for this year. 
And how does our translation work there? Because uh, I guess we've got to have people on team and those who are associated with our team to be a part of something which actually needs to have a lot of attention to detail. There's a lot of attention to detail. A lot of it comes down to me. It's part of a huge part of my job. And in fact, it's getting to be it's getting to be a too big a part of my job in one sense. But um, I actually physically put together the all the artwork for um, all the Eng- English Word for Today editions for the islands, as well as putting together all the artwork for Renung and Harry Inni, the Indonesian one. Now, obviously, I can't speak Indonesian. I have no idea what it, what it looks like. But um, we have a guy on our team, Rudy, who is uh, Indonesian by birth. And so he gets local translators to translate the, uh, Bob's words into Indonesian. We then get the text, and I have to try and shoehorn it into fit in the gaps. If we were reflecting on Indonesia, and uh, you know, some listeners will know it's got the biggest uh, Muslim population on the mm-hmm. face of the earth, uh, just our near neighbours to the north, and we might appreciate and even uh, be excited about the fact that the church in Indonesia there's more Christians there than there are people in Australia. So it's amazing. Isn't so it? the opportunity for getting Christian media happening in Indonesia is very strong. It is indeed. And there's actually a lot of Christian media that is already there. And that's one of the things that we, you know, UCB's um, theory, ethos, the way we operate is that we try to get alongside people who are doing good stuff and help them do it better. And so there's a there's a group in uh, Indonesia called JAPRI, and they are bringing together all the Christian radio st- or Christian broadcasters throughout Indonesia. They, they sort of, it's their overarching group, if you like. And so we're helping them, and it's through JAPRI that we publish Renung and Harry Inni, and they distribute it out to all the all the Christian radio broadcasters throughout Indonesia. Uh, Renung and Harry Inni. I just say that a few times so it rolls off the tongue <laughs> easily. But um, Renung and Harry Inni, and that's distributed primarily throughout Indonesia. Is there difficulties getting the copies of the Word for Today to those who would receive it? Well, Renung and Harry Inni works reasonably well. Uh, the rules in Indonesia is if you want to uh, publish a Christian publication, it's you, you have to print it in Indonesia. So we print Renung and Harry Inni Indonesia in Indonesia as a Christian publication, and they actually distribute it from within Indonesia. So there's no real problems. The Word for Today this, this time around, we actually printed that in China, and we have had a wonderful series of opportunities to excel in getting it to the island nations before they can distribute it around the islands of their nation. A nice way of saying it's actually not easy getting <laughs> these into the hands of people. Uh, you've not got to all. work very hard, and because you're working cross-culturally, and there's this thing that some people refer to uh, people who are working on island time. Does that interrupt any of no your... no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> hey, because you're working in the nation of Vanuatu. Yes. Uh, you've got a station there in Port Vila. Yep. Uh, how's that one going? It's going really well. We put that on last year. Uh, we working with a couple of local people, got the station up, established. They put they actually put the, ma- the antenna on an old ship's mast. We got an old mast from a, a yacht that had sunk during a cyclone. And we 
tack that up against the side of a building and that is what's holding our antenna up to broadcast in Port Vila. So sophisticated technology. <laughs> Absolutely. And is this a part of what happens when you are in a pioneering ministry like this, trying to get Christian radio into some island nations, mm. uh, that you've got to be innovative wherever you can? We do indeed. I mean, another part of Vanuatu is Ambram, and we've got a missionary guy up there who wants to have a Christian radio station. He wants to have it as a bit of a hybrid of some of our stuff and some of the local language stuff. But he's got all sorts of problems because there's no reliable electricity. So he's having to install a complete solar system uh, to power a transmitter and and etc. And then having got the solar system on his house, his house isn't necessarily the best place for the radio broadcast. So now he's looking at trying to do a, a hop and do another little broadcast to cover another part of well, another village on, on Ambram. So it. You, it's just complicated. There's just problem after opportunity to excel after opportunity to excel. <laughs> <laughs> I think listeners will uh, appreciate that. Uh, in fact, the next question, of course, would come once you get a, a system working, you know, a transmitter, and you're reaching people, and it's radio, and it's powerful, and it's it's entertaining and informative at the same time. But then what happens when the transmitter breaks down? You're working in the Cook Islands too, and you've got a, a problem there with a the transmitter at the moment. Correct. Yeah, so the brand new transmitter that we installed in uh, August last year, and um, it's playing up. Now, Vision never has any trouble with any of its fancy <laughs> transmitters, does it? And, and, and its transmitters are sitting in air-conditioned luxury. These things are sitting sometimes outside under an eave. In this case, it was inside a church, but it's at the top. It's a hot spot. We got a little fan. We had a fan blowing cold air over the whole thing all the time, but it's all fair. So which I spent... Um, couple of hours on video calls with the local lady in there. We're trying to figure out what could possibly be the wrong. She was showing me with her phone various things, and we're adjusting this, adjusting that. Um, and we're going to have to send that one back to, to our tech friend in New Zealand to look at. But that's how we roll. And when something breaks down and has to be shipped to another country to fix, uh, you're without that radio transmission during that time. So uh, there's challenges there. Hey, uh, other island nations, what about Fiji? Is there an update on what's happening in Fiji? Yeah, well, Fiji's going ahead really well. We've actually employed a station manager. We'll call him station manager. He hasn't got a, a station to manage yet, but he's going to manage the station when he gets on. Um, so he's actually uh, currently distributing the word for today, obviously, but he's also working with the government to try and get a radio license to broadcast. Now, there's a hold up with that because the Fijian government is going through a process of looking at the way it manages this radio spectrum, and so it's not giving out any licenses at present. So we've gone back to them and said, well, how about we get a test broadcast license, uh, much like many of the aspirant REMA groups had here in Australia um, all those years ago, and so that we could get on air, start showing people what we've got, asking for support, getting getting some momentum on the ground. So that And the government's the government's actually quite positive towards what we're offering. They they want to help us, but they are stuck because they don't want to give out any licenses. So this could be a good solution. So if you're a praying person, please pray about that one because we're hoping to, that, that we'll get a favourable response very soon. Grant, is it the case that there are more doors that are open than what we can adequately walk through? Uh, is there real opportunity for Christian media ministry in these island nations and further to our north up into Southeast Asia? The opportunities are there? Absolutely. The, the, there's huge opportunities. The problem we come across always is, uh, you are talking about island time before, but sometimes things just stop going, you know, uh, 
and for whatever reason, there might be genuine reasons that people can't do do things on the ground in the islands. And, and so our activity will all stop and something else will pop up over here and we'll, we'll go, oh, oh, we need to do that. And then suddenly this will pop up again. I mean, we've been talking about Nauru for three years, trying to get a station on here. It's nothing much, nothing much, nothing much. But all of a sudden something could happen tomorrow that means that we need to get a transmitter and antenna into Nauru because suddenly it's um, it's all go. You know, so that's the nature of what of how we try to we try to work because we're trying to work with local people. Um, we're we're really at the beck and call of what they are up to. But having said that, we're also in the background trying to put up in good infrastructure so that we have good backups. So, for example, you know, our our, our mobile app, the UCB Asia Pacific app, has the ability to be that sort of backup for the station. If the station's off here, people can still use the app to read the word for the day, to, to listen to the local station, et cetera. Well, it's wonderful that those who are already donors, uh, people who make a gift when there's a vision-a-thon, uh, people who mm-hmm. are making a gift to uh, the Ministry of Vision Christian Media, part of that goes to what's happening in this mission endeavour of reaching out to these South Pacific islands and uh, further north to our neighbours up in Papua New Guinea and into Southeast Asia. It is an amazing ministry, but uh, Grant, talking to you, you keep our feet on the ground because you remind us that it isn't easy and uh, that Christian media is so important, but there are a lot of intricacies and things that can go wrong and getting that to be a sustainable and uh, ongoing work. Uh, that's going to be uh, always a real challenge. But uh, thank you so much for another great update. For listeners who want to connect directly with the Christian media ministry that's reaching out into the South Pacific Islands, UCB Asia Pacific, the UCB Asia Pacific Direct website is ucbasiapacific.org. Or you could just shorten that to ucbap.org, but uh, UCB Asia Pacific. Grant Kennedy from United Christian Broadcasters Asia Pacific. Grant, thanks so much for another great update today on 2020. Thanks, Neil. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.